is your classic metal show right here on the classicmetalshow.com. It's Motorhead right here with I'm So Bad, Baby, I Don't Care. And kicking off the show tonight, we heard uh, something from Accept featuring um, uh, their latest singer. Or what's his name? Mark. Uh, so, um, fuck. Starts I don't with, know. Starts with a T. But anyway, it's uh, Tornillo. Tornillo, yeah. Mark Tornillo. And uh, we heard uh, beat the bastards down. And a guy who can beat some bastards down is my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? How are we? Well, it's time to beat the bastards down. Uh, you know, I've been watching all the nonsense going on in this in this country. And uh, if, if uh, upstanding, law-abiding Americans uh, don't do something in November and allow... Uh, these assholes to, uh, you know, take over in our government, that'd be uh, the Democrats. Uh, this country's over. I mean, it really, it's over. Are you moving? No, you I'm not move? moving. It's, it's just, it's just over. It's over. There, there's just no way we're going to recover. No way. Probably not. Well, I don't think you have anything to worry about with fucking goofball Biden running. Well, it's not that so much, but I would like to uh, maintain both houses of Congress as well. I would like to see if, if they could finally get rid of this fucking twat bag, Nancy. Well, that's my point. We got to We got to take that uh, House of Representatives back over. We have to do that. and We have to maintain the Senate. We have to stop these assholes who are who are uh, so complacent and almost encouraging this kind of uh, rhetoric, this behavior going on. Uh, not one of these people have stood up, whether it's Schumer or Pelosi or any one of these jagoffs over there, have not not once stood up and condemned what's going on out there. They've encouraged it, and uh, that's a bad sign. Well, they've kneeled down. They haven't. That's my up. point. They're 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 they're. <laughs> They're complacent in accepting it and, and encouraging it and all that other stuff. And if, if that's okay with you, great. But boy, I, I don't want to live in a world that, uh, though that's the, uh, that's who's governing this country. Well, start eating shitty food and doing drugs. You can die with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, but, uh, we're five months away from, from, uh, that time. And, uh, you know, if you, you're going to allow this country to, to slip away, you're going to allow the freedoms that we enjoy here on the Classic Metal Show and allow the freedoms you have in our chat room. Uh, if you want all that to go away, yeah, you just sit there on, at home and don't do a thing. There you go. So that's that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, I can see that we're... I can see we've changed roles tonight. You're the angry one, and I'm all nice well, and Well, you know what the that. thing is? Enough is enough. Enough's enough, and I don't mean chip. Enough is enough. <laughs> it's it's just it's gotten to the fevered pitch to where if it takes hold, uh, we're done. Yeah, well, I agree. Mad Max coming soon. Yeah, to a street near you. Yeah. So anyway, so those of you who like this show, listen to the show. I, I see that our chat room is already maxed out before the yeah. show even started. I see people asking, uh, well, how come I can't get in? Well, we are maxed out at 50. I guess yeah. if I wanted to uh, put some more money uh, toward that, I could expand the the thing. But uh, I, I kind of like that attitude that you've uh, kind of uh, put out there on the, on the CMS social sites that, well, it is kind of like an exclusive club. If you don't get in early, you don't get in. Yeah. 
That's that's. Yeah, I mean, we. I looked at the difference. It's like twenty five dollars a month for for the next, or I think it's twenty four dollars to go up to a hundred. Yeah. And then I was like, hundred, which means we would probably be doing about seventy seventy five. Ten of them would be jagoffs. Nah, I, I I'm good with just fifty, and you know what? Get in. The hardcores will get in. The random people won't. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, yeah, it's it's pretty encouraging to see that uh, chat room maxed out at 50 uh, before the first song plays. Yeah, that's pretty good. So uh, so thank you. Thank you for being so supportive and, uh, you know, wanting to be a part of this mayhem. Mm-hmm. At least this mayhem won't get you arrested, at least not today anyway. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. But, but uh, you know, the minute they start uh, censoring that language, which they already have, censoring mm-hmm. speech, you can't uh, say this, you can't say that, You'll, it's hate speech. Mm-hmm. Uh, look out. The, the, the hate speech police will be looking for you. Well, as I keep telling everybody, move to BitChute, move to Gab, move to Mines. Right. Go to where the censorship is less or none. That's where you need to be. Yep. Fuck YouTube. Fuck Facebook. Twitter. Fuck Twitter. Insta cocksucker. All of it. Get rid of it. Move to the places where you're allowed to say and think what you want. Library. That's been my new one. Library.tv. Have you tried that one? I yet? have not. I, I saw that you signed us up for that. Yeah. Sticks Hexenhammer. I actually got the idea from Sticks. And I like Library a lot. I like it probably more than BitChute just because the videos load extremely fast. Nice. Which that's the one bitch I have about um, about BitChute is BitChute seems to be like hit or miss. Sometimes you click a, a, a video and it just pops right up. And then other times you just hit it and it just fucking thinks about it for like 10 minutes. Mm. And then it goes. Well, maybe they don't have the server space or the bandwidth yeah. or something. Something. But library works fantastic. All so. right. Very cool. And it's spelled just like Jennifer would spell it. L B R Y. Library. 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 L B R Y. Library dot TV. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, this this show is is about fun and, and being entertained and fun and games, but uh let, let's just be truthful. We all we all are adults that have livelihoods for the most part. And we mm-hmm. all have uh interests to protect and uh I, I'm serious. You you really, if you're not registered to vote and if you don't go out and vote, you really need to do it this time around because this is we're getting to a critical situation here with this kind of bullshit going on, especially in a city like Chicago, which I won't go anywhere near. Uh, you know, how, how, how in the world in this day and age in this country can somebody take over six or eight blocks of a city? How can that Did happen in Chicago too? No, it didn't happen in Chicago, but it's happened in Seattle. Yeah. And how, how does that even happen? How, how in the world does somebody just take over a city? That's not going to last long. Well, I understand. But even the fact that they were even able to do it for a day. It's the same. You know what? I've, I've, I've watched a little bit of it and it's the same as when you hold hostages in a building. Eventually, more military comes in and just fucking wipes you out. I so. get it, but why is it allowed to even go on to, to from the beginning? 
Well, because the the mayor or whatever's a cuck. Uh, well, my that's exactly my point. How did the mayor get in the office? He got voted in. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and but it'll it'll it. I I'm a firm believer that it'll all change, and it just takes a minute. You know, it takes a minute for everything to get done. Just like I saw that. Um, I saw that there's already lawsuits against the um the mayor of um Washington D.C. about the fucking spray painting the street. Yeah. With the BLM. Yep. So, you know, so yeah, did they win for a minute? Sure they did. But in the end, you'll be, you'll be dead broke. <laughs> yeah. Well, re- regardless of that, it's, it's just that you can't even allow these, these people to get even a toehold in, in it at all. Yeah. If they don't do something about Seattle, that's a fucking problem. Yeah. But so that's, that's why anyway. I played, that's why I played some except there at the beginning, beat the bastards down. You don't think they're going to roll into Seattle with some tanks and just mow these fucking cocksuckers over? Well, again, over? They, they may have to do that, but why did it even get an opportunity to even establish itself to begin with? That's my point. I know it can be taken down. I know it can be, uh, you know, fixed or, or um, rectified, but I don't mm-hmm. think it should be allowed to even happen to begin with. That's my point. Yeah, no, I agree with your point. It, you know, crazy shit happens during chaos. And this was organized. Obviously, this was part of the plan. And and it happened because people were reacting to everything else. They're reacting to fires and they're reacting to windows being broken and looting and, you know, old ladies getting clubbed with two by fours and shit. You know, they're reacting to everything else. Meanwhile, you know, an apparatus that had a bit of a militarized plan put it in play. Yeah. But our military will beat back fucking six blocks of city in fucking Seattle. Yeah, no kidding. Police. Yeah. But anyway, I, I know I know the firepower, the muscle is out there to, you know, take that apart. But, you know, in my opinion, it's just like that. This should never even be allowed to even begin or even start or even get a toehold anywhere. I just hope they televise it when they take them out. I really <laughs> want to watch these fucking Antifa bitches just fucking killed by tanks. Right. I want to see that. Yeah. Well, you know, that's not going to happen. Yeah, probably not. The optics are just so would be so bad that even though it wouldn't be uh, necessarily orchestrated by the federal government, somehow Trump will be at fault for it. Well, Trump's at fault for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Trump's at fault for all the racist killings by cops during the Obama administration. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. I think all of them, except for for Pink Floyd here, um, happened during his time, didn't they? Yes, they did. Like Tamir Rice and um, Michael Gray Brown and, and Michael Brown. Yep, those all happened during Obama's run, but it's still Trump's fault. It's still Trump's fault. He he created the environment. Yeah. I, that's the one that cracks me up. He created the environment. Well, no. <laughs> well, you know the the thing is is and this this doddering old fool that's uh, you know the presumptive nominee for the Democrat Party, this Biden. You know, yeah. I, I don't typically get too, you know, upset about things, but to listen to this, to this jag off, just flat out say this president is going to do everything he can to steal this election. <laughs> he he made that flat out statement. Well, I've been very concerned about this because it's very obvious this president is going to do everything he can to steal this election. Oh, you mean like you did when you stole the fucking um, vote for health care, you cocksucker? <laughs> you changed the rules on how votes were tabulated when you changed what a majority was so that you could ram through your fucking health care agenda? 
fuck you, old man. Shut up. Yeah. So anyway, that's the kind of stuff. That's just very bothersome to to have somebody come out, an official of, of, you know, somebody who's who's in the upper echelon of of the political chain come right out and and accuse the president of of planning to steal the election. What kind of rhetoric is that? You're right. Now, Kendall, Duver would never loot. Come on. Duver and all his little Duvers. Right. Look at that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a whole bunch of Duvers. Bunch of Duvers, looters. Yeah. Louvers. <laughs> would that be would they be louvers? They would be louvers. Yeah, louvers. Yeah, exactly. Louvers. So or duders. Yeah. One of the two. Louvers anyway. or duders. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, just rest assured, I'm not going to make this show a political show. It's just I want I just wanted to instill that thought in everybody's mind that uh, you you had better think long and hard about where you stand uh, as far if you're an American in this country. Uh, and you had better, better be involved, because if you're not, we're fucked. Yeah. Well, I have a, I have a, just and nothing to back it up, but I have the strongest belief it's going to be just like last time. Nobody's going to say anything, and people are going to have a big thought of, uh, well, it's going to be a Democratic landslide because of the, you know, the COVID and the racial strife and bup, 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 and it just ain't going to, it's going to go the other way. Well, see, it may, you may be right, but the thing is, is you don't want to get people complacent in believing that and go, yeah, there'll be enough of us to vote, you know, to, to, you know, vote Trump back in and then not go. I'm pretty sure that the people that are going to vote for Trump, they, they're not going to, they're not going to get complacent and hope that the other guy votes. Yeah. That's just, it doesn't seem, they don't seem like that. That's a Democrat thing. That's a, that's a, well, we're lazy because we're right thing. You know? That doesn't generally happen with people that actually work for a living. Yeah. They still understand that they have to go out and, you know, do the work. So I wouldn't worry about it too terribly. Well, I'm not, I, I'm not worried about it, but I would like I would like to see uh, the Dems get thrown out of the the uh, the house as well, especially especially after a three year probe of Russian collusion, Russian collusion, and nothing, and that was all on a false premise. Then on top of that, impeaching this president over a phone call that there was nothing wrong with. They they spent months and months and months on on uh, hearings and and witnesses and you know uh, statements and and voted to impeach this president and for what nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So I hope everyone remembers that in November that the democrat led house is the one who did this oh i have a feeling that trump's peeps are not going to let you forget that. <laughs> well again i'm just telling you what i hope happens though quite honestly and you know i would love to send an email to whoever you would send it to and it's not exactly an original idea but it's one that i hope that they do this time and and take hold of is that for every advertisement that the Trump campaign or any of the, any of the people that I want to get in, I don't care who they are, but any of the people that are like-minded to me, I hope that they put all their advertising out there in a way that you can download it and upload it to 
wherever because you know that all of the all of the big tech is going to shut down you know everybody mm-hmm. except for except for the left leaning people you know to to post but if you put it out there and you have millions of people uploading it to YouTube and BitChute and Daily Motion and you know, if you have millions of people doing that on a daily basis, they even their algorithms won't be able to shut it down. Right. And that's what really needs to happen this time is the way you beat big tech is by making big tech be way too busy to fucking handle big tech. Yeah. You know, and that's that's the biggest thing that I hope actually happens is that they they put it out there and let the people promote it this time. That's what really needs to happen. Yeah. You know. Put it out there with some instructions. Here's how you download it. Here's how you upload it. Go. Right. Well, I see our girl, Caitlin Bennett. She she finally uh, got the message as well, and she established her own platform now to where she can do her uncensored stuff. What does she got? Well, she's got her own platform. I think it's called LibertyHangout.tv. Okay. So it's Uncensored Caitlin. That's good. Yeah, so uh, I guess uh, she decided that, you know, she can't rely on YouTube or, you know, anything anymore to uh, carry her message or her videos without taking them down or censoring them or, you know, uh, putting some kind of a tag on it that it's, you know, uh, what do they call it, Uh, against the terms of service. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff. So she's she's established her own uh, thing where you can go see her videos uncensored now. Sure. Well, that works. That I mean, that's the thing, dude. The the alt the alternate tech or the alt tech. Man, there's a lot of good alt tech out there. The problem is, is that people, even people that understand that they're being lied to, still use it all the time mm-hmm. because that's it's easy and me. convenient, and and it's what we always did. Yeah, but still, you know, if if you don't if you don't trust it, why would you go there for information? Right. That's the part I never understand is like, you know, I, I have picked up lately quite a bit more watching of like sticks and, and, um, guys that are like-minded to sticks, not necessarily sticks, but there's a bunch of them out there. Yeah. But I don't watch anything on YouTube. The only thing I watch on YouTube anymore is my wrestling videos yeah. because that's what they are. And, but if I wanted any real information, I'm not going to fucking YouTube. You know, I'll go to BitChute or I'll go to um, Library or Daily Motion or Vimeo or something else. You know, there's a lot of information that's out there that is, you know, too controversial for YouTube, but it's still information. You got to weed through it like anything else. But what what I think lures people into thinking that it's not real information is the fact that it's not on YouTube for some reason. Meanwhile, YouTube is full of disinformation. And people accept it as real for some reason. It doesn't make any kind of fucking sense. Well, again, it, it goes back to, and I'm going to make a real old school reference here. Remember remember the top dog as far as being on the internet meant that you had to have an AOL account? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you didn't want to be on, uh, what was some of the other one, Netscape or, you know, whatever. You know, the, oh, well, um, I'm on AOL. Right. You know, because that was the name. That was the brand. Mm-hmm. You know, people yeah. like brands. Right. You know, and and it's just a matter of time to, to lift up these other alt tech uh, names to make them recognizable mm-hmm. brands. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so, so it's, it's, it's the same thing. It's just, it's just a matter of changing the mindset. Yeah. I wish more people would use, it. I know I try, I try my best to promote bitch shoot and gab and mines and you know, now library, library. I try to promote those as much as I can because you know, they are a better source of information and I'm not one that's trying, you know, I'm not trying to change the world. I don't give a fuck what anybody does, especially, you know, as long as I got a gun, I don't fucking need, I don't need anybody's approval on anything. Yeah. You know, I, I do try to use the alternate sources and, and clue people in about them because they are, they are a better source. There's just a, there's better sources out there now, you know, than fucking YouTube or the mainstream news. Yeah, and I agree. It, all of that stuff is just fucking bullshit. Yeah. It's, it's crazy to me that it simplest things you know, look at didn't tucker carlson lose a bunch of advertisers this week i have no idea i don't pay any attention to that stuff anymore I'm, i i just I'm don't sure. i'm pretty sure i saw he did reason he spoke outside of the party line mm -hmm. and and instantly their abc pulled out why abc was advertising on tucker carlson other than he has people watching but um you know they're, they're pulling advertising to force people into towing the line. And it's like, fuck that. Just go somewhere else. Well, what, what have I always said? If there's money involved, mm -hmm. you know, it, it, nothing is credible, especially when there's money involved. And that's more and more true by the minute. And, and you know, if you take the money away, you know, or, or put a dent in somebody's pocketbook, uh, mm -hmm. it's like, I'm going to force you because I'm going to take money out of your pocket, you know, or I'm going to somehow try to extort money from you some way, yeah. somehow to, to mm -hmm. make you, uh, you know, toe the line or, or, you know, spread the message we want you to spread. Right. And it's clear that there is, there is a hunger for, for real legitimate news. Cause look at the. You know, every every platform sticks hex and hammer goes on. He fucking ends up with a hundred thousand users in like months. Yeah, that's true. You know, Jericho Green has a hundred thousand users, and let's be honest, he's not doing anything that much different than Mark Striggle. You know, he's just rolling around in his car talking about his politics. True, but but he he's he's a he's a very he's a great orator. Sure, and he he's interesting, and he makes listening to him a pleasure. Mark's Mark's a hard listen. Well, my point is, is that if Jericho, Jericho could have, could be the best orator in the world. If he didn't have a message that people were hungry for, he wouldn't have followers. You're absolutely right. And that's the whole thing is if you look at the message, the message is so strong that people want the other side because mm -hmm. they're tired of being, people understand that they're being lied to. They just are afraid to make the change to not be lied to for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't understand. Why, but they are. Yeah. Well, it was very interesting this week. I was listening to uh, Mark Levin, as I normally do, and he was running these montages of how the mainstream media covered the protest against the, the COVID shutdowns. Okay. When, when, you know, store owners and, you know, blue collar workers and everybody were revolting against their governors mm -hmm. and getting things opened back up. Right. And and the way that the mainstream media covered the protests by people who were just out there saying, you know, let's open things back up, you know. Well, it was look at these traitors, these 
Mm-hmm. These uh, terrorists, these these domestic terrorists out there. I mean, they were they were more or less just reporting like they were they were setting the place on fire when during the protest during the COVID protest. Nobody right. got killed. Nobody. There was no fire set. There was no violence. None. None. No, no. But yet, then, uh, then in contrasting, the, he played the coverage of these riots. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, look at these guys. They're just out there peacefully protesting. They, they've <laughs> got a reason to be out there. They they have a cause. You know, the, the people should be sympathetic to their message. Yeah, their destruction of their city is valid because they're angry. Exactly. So it was it was as if these uh, normal everyday people who just wanted to go back to work were like domestic right. terrorists. Look, they're carrying guns. Look mm-hmm. at them, and you go, okay. Well, what happened? Did somebody get shot? Well, no, but they had a gun. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then well, what happened? Well, then they went home. Yeah. Then they didn't shoot anybody and went home. And 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 did somebody get killed? No. Did, did anybody set up a, a building on fire? No. Did anybody no. destroy the state capitol? No. Did anyone get arrested? No. Yeah. They made whatever statement they wanted to make, and that was it. And they went home. Mm-hmm. And they were terrorists and domestic, uh, the domestic sure. violence and this and that. But yet, on the other hand, the ones that were setting fires and causing destruction and people did get killed during this this uh george floyd protest mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that perfectly fine peaceful protesters very peaceful oh. protesters sure it's all good <laughs> <laughs> the, the contrast was just absolutely amazing well and and the reason they do that dude it, it's twofold one they're they're guiding they're obviously guiding the stupid but two, it trickles down. I know. You know, I, I told you, you know, as soon as we announced for Pinball PA that we were opening and really didn't give a fuck what the governor had to say because it wasn't lawful, as soon as we did that, I hadn't posted it an hour before somebody said, you, you're going to fucking kill people. You're going to be known as the Corona Cade, <laughs> which I found immensely funny. I, hey. I thought. That name was great. And you, and you were like, and what is your medical expertise that uh, you know so much? Or are you just regurgitating what you heard? And that was it. And most weaker people, I would think, would have been like, ooh, they're going to say bad things about my business. I better close. Yeah. I better, I better <laughs> adhere to the governor. And I just was like, whatever, dude. I'm not going broke for this fucking cocksucker. Yeah. You domestic Fuck. terrorist, you. Um, fine. Add it to the list. <laughs> Add it to the list of things that I've been called. Right. I really don't care. You know, as I've been saying to anybody that's hurt, that's asked me about all of this BLM nonsense, I only see two colors, green and transparent. Right. I either make money from it or it does not fucking exist to me. Sure. Absolutely. And, and that's that. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I see you took a stand this week and, uh, you know, ended something that you, you know, enjoyed doing your uh, podcast with uh, John Drake with your dog pound uh, podcast. I did. And, yep. and uh, you know, again, you it, it wasn't something that netted you money, but even if it did, I still think you would have done it anyway. I would have. Absolutely. But but regardless of that. This just because of the stances that are taken and the uh 
you know, by these big entities, be it sports or uh, mm-hmm. television or whatever, uh, you know, as as an individual, you had to take a public stance and say, you know, as much as I enjoyed the Dog Pound uh, podcast and, you know, covering the Browns and stuff, I'm not doing it because I am not supporting something I don't believe in. And that was exactly it. Not telling anybody not to watch football, not telling anybody not to even listen to the Dog Pound podcast if John carries it on. Saying I won't be there. I can't in good consciousness, you know, people, and I can't believe that the flag thing, the flag and the Confederate flag thing are, are back, but they're back. They're back. And I cannot and will not in good consciousness, good consciousness, allow the flag to be desecrated. You know, it's a simple, it's, I don't really care what your cause is. You don't get to pick. You don't get to tell me that my reasoning for standing for that symbol is less important than your reasoning for fucking disrespecting it. You want to disrespect it? Fine, disrespect it. I'm choosing to dis- to distance myself from from those that do. Period. You know, I served in the military. The flag is everything in the military. Anybody that has served in the military, even if they don't believe in the stance of not kneeling or kneeling or whatever, you know, everybody that has ever served, at least in the army, knows that the flag is everything. They train you to fucking die for that flag, that, that you will die to protect that fucking flag. They train you. They give you what they call a guide on, which is a flag that you carry in front of a formation, whether you're marching or running or whatever, from day one of basic training. And God help you if that flag ever touches the ground. You know, I mean, it, it is taught to be respected more than you would your grandmother walking her across the street. When when soldiers die, what do they do? They drape the coffin with a flag as a show of respect to those that have fallen for the country. And the last thing that they do, the very last thing that the military does is gives the family of a fallen service member a flag, which is the, the last ounce of respect that they can give to the family. So telling me that, well, your cause says that it's not about the military, suck my dick. That's what I say to you and your fucking cause. Suck my fucking dick. It means something different to me, and I'm not going to support it. And, you know, I, I I honestly hope John does carry on with the show. And, and believe, believe you me, he was as caught as off guard as anybody because I didn't even tell him I was quitting. I saw that they were doing, that they were going to allow the fucking kneeling to go back on. I was like, fuck this. I'm out. And I am. I'm out. All right. Well, good for you. So uh, anyway, you got to, you know, you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything as the -hmm. the saying goes. And, uh, you know, I just hope our, our fans, I would like to think being that our fans do tune in religiously and listen to our show, whether they're just here for the laughs or or whatever, but uh, this is serious, uh, guys, gals, folks. This is some serious shit. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do. I never would, but but at least think. How about that? How about if we leave it there? We'll leave it as at least think about what's going on when you make your decisions come November or come tomorrow or come whatever you decide to do. Think about what what your decisions are going to fucking do because they are important. Right now, it's, you know, we are at a fucking really chaotic. I wonder if ever, I, I was thinking this this week. 
Do you think every generation feels this way? Do you think our parents felt this way in the 60s when they were blowing up, you know, churches and well i i know i know during the 60s because i was just a very young person not understanding it but i remember distinctly my parents having discussions about these these radicals because that's Mm. that was what they called them the radicals uh you know the long-haired radicals these these uh uh acid dropping uh you know, drug taking hippies, these, these protesters. Cause you got to remember, I remember, you know, cause I was, you know, eight, nine years old, the Vietnam war was still going on. And, yeah. and, you know, of course, uh, Kent state, the shooting at Kent state happened just literally 10 minutes from my house and what, 10 minutes from your house. Right. You know, I don't, I don't know that you were old enough to, you, know, you were, you were born in 68, right? Yeah, I was too. Yeah, so so I remember when that happened. I mean, I remember when that happened, and I remember the upheaval because my dad was in the trucking industry, the big truck strikes that shut down the Ohio Turnpike. That happened at the exact same time. They were out there on the Turnpike because uh, there were snipers out on the Turnpike shooting at trucks. Mm-hmm. You know, and I remember it was a very, very, uh, you know, dangerous time. You know, it's like, well, don't don't go out on the Ohio Turnpike, you know, because there is a big Teamster trucker strike right now. And uh, I remember the um, uh, Governor Rhodes had uh, yeah. put the had put the National Guard out on the Ohio Turnpike because of the snipers. And right. uh, that's where they got pulled off the Ohio Turnpike to go into Kent State. Those guys had been camped out along the turnpike for like two or three weeks and they were a little bit uh, worn and they were a little bit frazzled. And, uh, you know, then, of course, all the uh, upheaval at Kent State happened and these guys, you know, they just snapped more or less. Yeah. You know, so so that that was a pretty uh, that was a pretty precarious time, you know, and, and again, I'm just a kid, but I. I look back and I remember the discussions and I remember the radio reports and I remember the TV news because that's when, mm-hmm. you know, that's what you would watch at dinner time is you'd watch the six o'clock news, you know, with with uh, like Huntley and Brinkley and people like that, you know, or or Walt, uh, what what's his name? Walter or uh, Walter Cronkite. Yeah. him. You know, yeah. that, that those were the voices of authority or, you know, those were the people who supposedly told it to you straight, you know. Right. Sure. So, yeah, I remember those times and I remember people were a little, you know, nervous or scared or, or a little bit uh, leery of mm-hmm. of things going on in, in the uh, cities or in the uh, um, community. Sure. You know, so, uh, you know. But but I think this is much worse. Uh, I one of the reasons I say this is because now we've got politicians. Uh, well, number one, this is an election year, and number two, we have politicians who are encouraging this behavior, and and that's a problem. That's that's dangerous, right there, that they're encouraging it. But you know, it, it it's a weird time, dude. It's it's. It's one of the things I've always, it's just funny. It has nothing. It sort of has something to do with this, but it's just weird how experiences change you. I always thought up until probably about five, six years ago or so, I always thought that if I would have been 15, 18 years ago, 18 years old, 
during the hippie time, during the whole Vietnam and whatever, that I would have absolutely been a hippie. I absolutely think I would have chased the pussy and I would have gone after the free love thing, (laughs) you know, and, 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 and it just seemed like it was fun. It seemed like, you know, you go to these rallies, you smoke some pot, you get your dick sucked in the back of a Volkswagen van. It just seemed like the, the life. But now that I've gotten older and I see what the hippies are now and those, the, the Antifa and whatever, which I'm, I'm assuming are mostly bred from the, yeah, those people then it's like, yeah, I I don't think I would have been now because I would have hated those fucking people. Yeah. I wouldn't have wanted the free pussy and believe me, that's painful for me to say, but (laughs) I hear you. Well, you know, the whole free love movement, uh, happened. It, It was such a short window there that the whole free love movement happened just prior to the big uh anti-war protesting uh they they weren't so much out there with radical beliefs as hippies they were more or less just like yeah you know let's let's make love not war you know it was sort of like yeah let's let's drop some acid and be free and you know be carefree but near the end of the 60s and into Mm -hmm. the early part of the 70s that's when things started getting pretty heated Right. Because the war I, had dragged on too long at that point, and people were just right. like, all right, we're fed up with this. We, we need to put a stop to this now. I, I could see myself. Remember, you saw Forrest Gump, right? Yes, of course. You know that you know the guy, when, when they're making the big speech and they're trying to get Forrest up there to make his speech, and there's the one guy that's, like, leading the crowd into the frenzy? Yeah, I think that. Who 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 was that? That, that was... Um, forget it i i know the guy's name it's it's off the top of my head but yeah i know where you come on man come up and speak he's like this guy was in viet fucking numb you know that that guy yeah yeah i see me as that guy that's who i see me as in the 70s would be the rabble rouser yeah the the guy who's rolling up the crowd (laughs) i would have been that guy the rabble rouser but then now I see how those people actually are and how their kids turned out. And I'm like, holy fuck. No, thank you. Bunch of douches. Yeah. So anyway, um, you know, we're, we're most of us anyway, we're, we're all middle-aged adults and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. probably most of us have families or wives, kids, homes, you mm-hmm. know, jobs. Uh, you know, I, I hope, I hope the work that you've put in through your, uh, you know, adult life to achieve those things, uh, you're willing to defend that. Well, you have to be, I I don't understand anybody that's not willing to defend that. That's, that's what surprises me is how many people are like, Oh, okay, whatever. I don't want to get it. And I don't, and I don't necessarily mean wielding a gun defended. I mean, defend it as in defend it in your, uh, act you know, being active with your voting and, you know, keep paying attention to uh, issues out there and, you know, not allowing this, these radical causes to define this mm-hmm. country and, and make you bow to the, to the, uh, to their will. Cause that's, yeah. what the, the, you know, that's, that's not Liberty. That's tyranny right there. It's amazing to me how many people our age are actually intimidated by talk. Oh yeah. That- that's what is it's stunning to me. We were we were all raised to not not give a fuck what somebody said. Yeah, the sticks and stones. 
Yeah, I mean, that was what we were all taught. And now yeah, so many people our age are just like, well, I don't want to be labeled. A well, well, but here, here's the problem. Here's the problem. And it's always been a problem for me. It's yeah. the goddamn social media. Everybody is so involved with social media with their mm -hmm. goddamn Facebooks and all this bullshit mm -hmm. out there that they're so afraid that somebody's going to post something about them online mm -hmm. and ruin them. That's the whole thing. It's just the tyranny, the tyranny of social media that people allowed themselves to get sucked into this thing. And it's just like, oh, well, somebody somebody's going to say something mean on my Facebook or they're going to they're going to chastise me or point me out to everybody else out there. Look, he's a racist. He doesn't support Black Lives Matter. He's a this, you know, and everybody. Oh, my God, I can't have my friends see that. Meanwhile, you got to just be like, you know what? I really don't give a fuck. Well, it's not not give a fuck. It's get off social media. Stay well, off yeah. of there. Stay off of there. But you also have to not give a fuck what people say. I, I agree with that. I agree with that a hundred percent. But my point mm -hmm. is, is don't throw yourself into a, into a situation where you feel you have to mm -hmm. defend yourself when it's just like, stay off of there. Don't have yeah. a social media account. Don't get yeah. involved. Yeah. yeah I, social media is fucking, it's poison. I saw it's, that. It's, I saw this coming. I know, you know, I've, I've, harped on this for the last decade you know that yeah. to be true it's 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 poison there's no two ways about it dude literally this last week i watched i watched brothers three brothers that i'm friends with watch the family fucking disintegrate over facebook and i mean disintegrate mm -hmm. to where now nobody's talking to each other over fucking facebook and it's like what are you fucking doing you know, you're, you're going to, you're going to let somebody's attitude fucking make you not speak to your own fucking family. What are you a fucking moron? Get off that shit. <laughs> well, again, if, if you, if you've listened to this show for any length of time, I have never been on Facebook and I have never been a fan of social media. And I've always mm -hmm. told talked about how bad it is and that mm -hmm. it's going to be the death of us. And, and here it is. Everything social media. Oh, I saw it on Snapchat. Oh, I saw it on live stream. Oh, I saw it on Facebook. Oh, it was mm -hmm. on Twitter. Oh, uh, you know what? Get off that shit. Yeah. Move away. There's other, if you, if you have a diehard need to follow whatever businesses or news or whatever, use the alternative shit. Get off of, get off of Twitter, get off of Facebook, get off of Instagram Go places where the where the ideas are wider ranging and different, and people are less judgmental about what you choose to fucking think, instead of collective groupthink, which is all social. You know the the main the big social media things are collective groupthink. That's all it is. You know, it's fucking junk. I I'm, agree. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm pretty much off it. I don't miss it at all. <laughs> Well, anyway, that's, it's, it's, it's bad. It's just, it's just not, it's not a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. I, I appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, people use it for promotion. Promotion is one thing, but this personal interaction stuff between people and groups and chats and this yeah. and that, it, it just, it's just destructive. I know. 
Believe me, man, I wish there was a way we could get off of social media for the show. I really do wish that there was a way I could just close the Facebook and close the Twitter or whatever, but it would hurt the show. Yeah. I, I mean, but I mean, look, if, if you follow us on Facebook or on Twitter or whatever, if you look, I would say probably 85% of what we do on there now is just advertised. Yeah. It's just like, Hey, well, get the new Android app. Hey, where's your iPhone users? Get the new yeah. app. You know, Hey, are you ready for a new one censored show? Yeah, that's it. It's just advertising now. Yeah. Very little, you know, or I'll throw out when we get stuff that's like new songs or whatever. You know, I'll say, hey, here's a new song by but, ba, ba, ba. but it but it's yeah. advertising again. You're advertising a new yeah, song. The music, yeah. Yeah, it's it's there's I, I know that the CMS fans formed their own thing when I closed our group. <laughs> they formed their own group and that's fine. And I get asked about it quite a bit actually. People are like, Did you see what so and so said about you in the CMS fans group or whatever? And I'm just like, Nope, didn't see, don't want to, not joining. Nope. <laughs> yeah, don't care. Don't care. You know, social media is the is the fucking illness. Yeah. So anyway, I got zero interest in that. I've always have. It's just like, nope, not not gonna be involved. Yeah. I'm with you. No way. But anyway. So anyway, that's a that's an hour's worth of uh you know, a word to the wise, a warning to that's a warning shot for you guys and girls who care about these things, and I hope you do. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, we're we're five months is gonna fly by before you know it. I can't believe that we're nearing the end of June already. Half the year is already over. It just seemed like snow was flying like two weeks ago. That's because it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but here we are, we're, we're in the middle of June and, uh, you know, almost half the year's over already. So, uh, mm-hmm. it's going to fly by. So, you know, let's, uh, let's make the most of it. Everybody collectively get their heads together and go, you know what? I'm not going to allow my country to be, get, be taken over by a bunch of, uh, uh, ter- terrorists. Yeah. Terrorists and cunts. Yep. So anyway, anyway, I promise the rest of the show will be, there will be funny, All right. but, but I, I really, this was just on my mind today. And I, it's just like, man, I, I hope I would like to think that our fans are smart enough to, to say, you know, I really do need to get actively involved if you haven't done so before, sure. you know, mm-hmm. it's very important. All right, you got anything you'd like to hear? We'll take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll get into some of the funny. How's that? All right. How's about if we go with um, a song from the – you're probably going to have to YouTube this or uh, Spotify it or whatever. Okay. Song, the new Vandenberg album, 2020. Uh-oh. Really? Yes. I like the song called Shitstorm. <laughs> okay. Kind of Kind of fits what we've been talking about. Yeah. We're stuck in a shit storm, so might as well play some new Vandenberg shit storm. All right. Just wait till the shit hits the fan. Yeah, you can play that one behind it if you want to. <laughs> yeah. This is this is after the shit hits the fan. It turns into a shit storm against your wall. All right. Do you think <laughs> do you think they were trying to recapture the 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 magic of, of wait till the shit hits the fan? I don't think so. You don't uh, think? No, nah, it's it's a definitely a different sound. It's that it's that it's not a ballad or anything. It's a it's a different song. All right. Well, I got it pulled up. So let's let's listen to some new Vandenberg. All right. 
let's uh let's not allow this country to be to become a shit storm so uh here it is it's vandenberg exclusively here on your classic metal show <laughs> 